Estonia is the borderline Nordic country who made a debut in the contest 1994 and came second to last. Two years later, they were back and it seems that they had found a winning formula since they were among the top 10 almost every year and won it in 2001. But after the semi-finals were introduced, they have missed the final more times than reached it. Today I have invited the singer Juri Potsman, who got the worst result of them all and came last in the semi-final 2016. What does he remember from Stockholm? Did the poor result affect his career and how come he decided to try to reach the contest again this year? You are listening to Eurovision Legends with your croupier, Emil Löfström. Welcome to Eurovision Legends, Juri Botsman. Hi, Emil. How is everything with you? It's perfect. I'm enjoying the warm weather here in Sunnen right now. Just came from sunbathing, actually. Oh. Yeah, so it's very, very joyful. Uh, I was a big fan of the song Play in 2016. Mm. And since the outcome was so poor for you, I have felt since I started this podcast, I must do an episode with you to create some justice for you and the song. Oh, well, thank you for the nice words. Yeah. <laughs> And before we begin to talk about your great career and your Eurovision experience in 2016, I would like to warm up with some quick questions to loosen up. Mm, sounds good. Sounds good. You're okay with quickies? Yes, although I'm already quite loosened up, but <laughs> okay, let's, great. Have a, let's have a go. Let's have a go. First memory from watching Eurovision? Um, uh, I think it was um, when Ines was representing Estonia. I think it was 99. 2000. Uh, uh, 2000, yes, 2000. And it, I think it was also, wait, where was it? I think it was in Stockholm, in Globen. Yes, exactly. Yes, where I actually performed. Yes. So uh, that was uh, my first memory, just because she had a um, very green outfit. Yeah. And a great song. And became, I think, fourth or fifth or something like that. Yes, she became fourth. You give me wings and reason why. First memory of Eurovision, uh, yeah. Best song from Estonia in Eurovision besides your own song? Um, let me see, let me think about it. I think Ines is pretty much up there. Gosh, wait. I think we have many good songs, to be honest. I think Oit uh, Lepland in 2012 was pretty good. Ah, Kula. Yeah, Kula and also Randayat in uh, 2000, what was it, 9 in Russia. Yeah. Uh, oh, and um, uh, when we hosted Eurovision. 
Yeah, Celine. Uh, runaways. Yeah, and wait, uh, uh, she's Swedish. Right? Yeah, she's Swedish. Yes, yes, yes. I think these are my topics. Worst song from Estonia and Eurovision. Oh, um, Let Us Sweat. Oh, thank God you said that one. <laughs> yes, I think they know them themselves as well. So it's not a problem for me to say that. <laughs> it, it was a joke. It was a joke. They're comedians. Yeah, and we didn't understand a thing, I must say. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I remember the second, um, the second place uh, that year was pretty good. I really hoped uh, that I think it was Iris that she she would go to Eurovision and uh, eventually would get a nice place. But yeah, that's history now. Who should have won the contest, but didn't? Oh, God. You know, I have a really bad memory. I probably know most of the songs, actually. Yeah, I know, because you are a Eurovision fan. I know, I'm quite a fan, but let's just not go back that far. Uh, I really liked the Swiss song this year. Not that I didn't like Italian song. I just thought, for my taste, the Swiss uh, song was, was, uh, yeah, just for a bit. For my taste. Who should not have won the contest? Um, God, you're really like trying to get stuff out of me. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, well, I don't want to hurt anybody. So I think all of the winners uh, have been or like really deserved it and and people's choice and and the jury points combined and I think I cannot really bring anyone out. Favorite country in Eurovision besides Estonia? Um, I think Ukraine has really brought us really versatile choices. Yeah, uh, and also this year I was a huge fan. I didn't really notice the song when you know before the live shows, but during the live shows, I, I was I must say I was really, really, really surprised, and I, and uh, and I'm really happy for the good result. I would say Ukraine has uh, has done pretty well, and uh, and they have offered a really good music artist that has inspired you the most? I think everybody who have been authentic um, and not really, even though if if, if the song or, or, or the show isn't my taste, I really appreciate when people are doing, you know, their own stuff and, and really like doing something different and, and trying to stand out. And even though they're not getting a good place, I really like that. And also, you know, like performing in their own language. I think it's really also hip right now in the modern days. I think we are 
we're really coming to see a lot more of that. So I think, you know, this uniqueness and being themselves, I think this is really what, what I really like about, about uh, singers and artists on the stage. Last question. If you would compete in Eurovision again, but with a duet, who would you like to sing that with? <laughs> you know, I haven't thought about it. I don't know if I want to, but of course it would be nice to perform on Eurovision stage again. I don't know. Some really interesting artists from, um, let's say, um, maybe a nice Danish artist because I've lived in Denmark and and uh, and, and something something from Denmark. Maybe. Yeah, and you are fluent in da Danish, right? Well, let's not over, <laughs> you know, it's been, I think, 10 years now. So, so, so I haven't spoken Danish for a long time, but I, of course I can understand it. And it will come back eventually if I, if I maybe go and live there again in the future. You survived the first part. Yeah, that's nice. Huh? In 2015, you won the Estonian version of Pop Idol and became a star of a night. What was your life like before this breakthrough? Quite ordinary, I would say. Quite nice, actually. I I worked. I I I just finished the high school. I wanted to try new stuff. I wanted to travel. If the idol thing wouldn't have worked, um, then I would probably would have gone somewhere in Europe to study. I was pretty happy overall, and of of course. Like music was something what I really uh, wanted to pursue, so I'm happy that it went that way. How did this victory change your life? Would you say? Um, well, it changed everything, right? I I could do what I what I what I really wanted to do. Uh, uh, what a great stepping stone it was! Uh, brought me to Eurovision, to Estelau, to give concerts and uh, and so on and uh, and that was something what i've always dreamt of and i hopefully will continue dear off do you want the pop idol uh, you should part in the estonian pre-selection estelaul was that an easy decision to make it was actually yeah it was quite natural um for a young artist who who just got you know inside the Estonian consciousness. I think it was quite a logical step, to be honest. Um, would, to be honest, would have been weird not to take part of Estilau. And I was, uh, I was, uh, I, I actually contacted uh, Stieg uh, Rasta myself, who was just the year before I won, uh, uh, who represented Estonia in Vienna. So I contacted him asking if he wanted to um, uh, collaborate with me uh, for Estilau. And, and I think it was a good choice uh, for me and, and for him as well. And it worked out pretty well. How many different songs did you consider for Estilau? I think there were a couple of them, but, um, you know, like um, demo level. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I can't remember like how a couple of them, three, four. But then uh, I remember he took the guitar and just played the song himself. Uh, the idea he had like some days before, and then we were like, "Yeah, okay, that's it. That's that's the song." We kind of like recognized the song, both of us at the same time. 
The song is composed by Fred Krieger, Valo Kikas, and Stig Resta. Mm. Did you sign the demo? I did, yeah, I did. And I actually have the demo like still in my Dropbox. I sometimes listen to it. I, th- I think sometimes even it sounds much better than the original one. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> Can we play a snippet of it? <gasps> I'm, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to, I don't know. What was your initial reaction when you heard play? Do you remember that? I think I think it was like, okay, yeah, that's my song. We could really like have a chance to win Estilo. Because I was on a good path after the pop idol. I had a couple of good singles and, and I think Estonians uh just got to know me and uh, and I was I was pretty fresh at that time and, and quite visible as well. So, you know, Estonia is a really small country. It's quite easy to stand out. So, so it was a, it was a good, uh, good timing as well. I had a lot of uh, new fans who were really active, uh, who, who helped me, um, uh, you know, to Eurovision. And, and I thought, yeah, we could have a chance. Esti Laul 2016 had two semifinals with 10 songs in each, where five songs qualified to a final, with a mix of jury and televotes. Do you remember who you saw as your biggest competitors in the national final? Oh yeah, of course, of course. Uh, Laura yeah. uh, was, I think, second place? Yes, with Supersonic. Uh, yes. We should be And then cartoon as well. Uh, we got third, third, I think, third place. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. I have a great memory, right? Yeah, you have. <laughs> so, so I think these two. Uh... I remember that the songs were released some months before the semifinal, mm-hmm. and when I first heard them, I remember I thought Greta Paya with the song "Stories Untold" would be a tough opponent. Oh yeah, that's right. She was also quite good. She got to the final, but but uh, do you remember what place she got? Yeah, she said I didn't perform it very well on the final night and flopped. She came eight. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because the song was written uh, also by the same uh, writers as uh, as Laura's song. Yeah, Sven Lermus. There's always some kind of aura, uh, you know, around that guy, like producing hits. Yeah. So, 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 so everybody actually uh, expects. Uh, his songs to be uh, on the top, yeah. But he did, she didn't do that that bad as well. I think she did good.
by a pretty big margin you won Estelaul with the, both the jury votes and the televotes. Were you surprised? Uh, you know, I I was happy. I I of course was surprised. You know, the euphoria what kind of like got me at that point. Um, and the moment of surprise was of course there. You know, you never know. I can't remember the uh, <clears throat> the scoreboard to be honest. What because I think you know the top three or two went through televoting again. Yeah. And uh, and it was uh, like the viewers who decided, and I don't know the percentage actually. Uh, I don't know. You probably have them. <laughs> You're well prepared. You got thirty-two thousand three hundred ninety-four votes, and Laura, who came second, got twenty-one thousand one votes. I had ten thousand votes difference. Yeah. 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 Oh my God! Now you know the voter, or like there's so much more voters. <laughs> for example, this year and last year. So anyway, um, uh, I was, of course, I was surprised. It's, uh, it would be weird for me to say I was not. Uh, I was very happy. I was surprised, overwhelmed. I was uh, really ready to go, you know, to Eurovision. I think I was really, kind of mentally, I really wanted to go there. And uh, performance-wise, uh, I, th- I think the ACL performance really worked as well. So I, I was quite ready, yeah. And got all night to find out what is right. So let's go undecided till we know the only way to go is let your feelings show. See all your walls come down and just hear play. Cause that's the only way to find out if it's love. The trip went to Stockholm since Monsalmelöv won the year before with Heroes. Can you take us back to your memories from Sweden? I mean, two weeks of uh, Eurovision. <laughs> What a bliss! <laughs> I mean, it was quite fun. Yeah, I had a really good. Uh, I had really good friends there with me, background singers, and and. Uh, Uh, I mean, I was young, you know. I was uh, what green <laughs> in that in that way, blossoming. Um, didn't really how to say that. If I would go now, I would maybe do some things differently, but I wouldn't actually change anything I did back then. I I really enjoyed it. I went to the nice parties. I remember I smoked back then. I was a heavy smoker <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> And I stopped smoking for a couple of months to kind of keep my voice, and 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 that shows that <laughs> that I was really into into <laughs> it. I, I I really loved uh, Stockholm. It was uh, it was it was close, you know, close by. Uh, but the city offered so much nice things. Uh, the people were really nice. Uh, everywhere there was Eurovision around uh, around you, you know, in the city. And of course, Sweden is the. <laughs> Is the place for for Eurovision. Uh, I think the production and everything. I think, I think, and the stage. I think it was a really good year overall. You know, I went to participate. Even before you knew that you would represent Estonia in Stockholm, I've heard you consider going there anyway to experience Eurovision on site. Yeah, it was so close by. You know, just a ferry ride. Yeah. Um, 
where did you hear that? Oh my God, you're so well informed. <laughs> I have my sources. Um, yeah, uh, I think I think I probably would have gone there. Yeah, but I haven't been back since. Okay. That's the thing. I think I I think I would really want to go next year to Italy, uh, maybe. And yeah, probably it's not my last time in Eurovision. Uh, did anything special happen behind the scenes in Stockholm that you can share with us? <laughs> what stays in Eurovision? Or, or what happens if being here efficient stays in your vision? <laughs> okay, so we can't, we can't have any juicy details and funny gossips. Well, I met a lot of uh, nice people from uh, from the Swedish team. I remember I met Christer Björkman, who brought me flowers after after the results. I remember I was in the smoking room and, and it was really embarrassing because he really got me at a really bad time, you know. I, I just went to have a cigarette in the small cabin there, what you have in the press bubble. And and he came there to bring me flowers. It was really cute uh, for, I don't know, I don't know. He probably got the results already back then that I got last place. So he just wanted to cheer me up. But I was really happy. So that's the only thing you get. How was the tension between the other delegations? Let me see. I think I I didn't really... I think there were some, you know, events where we met the other artists. I think there was a Dutch party. No, yeah, the Dutch party. This was really cool. We we sang there. I think there was a, a kind of like a small concert thing where where there were some artists i remember the dutch artist was there and uh, and sergey lazar was there and the, the italian singer was there and we kind of like had some drinks and so uh i i wouldn't say there were any tensions yeah we were really friendly a little bird whispered in my ear that you and your team had some problems with the swedish television who had other ideas visually than you had Oh yeah, well, I think the this is a long story. I think uh, I wasn't part of it. I would say uh, that time I didn't uh, express myself clearly enough. I was just the artist. I, I I kind of like trusted the old fish in the sea there, who who kind of like planned like the visual part, you know. Uh, but there was some stuff, yeah. Uh, what I would have changed. But I didn't. But I would. I don't regret any of my actions. I think uh, it would be dumb to do that. But but right now, if I would go in the following years, if we like imagine that, you know, if I would go, I would. I'm much more independent in that way. Yeah. So so I think these things wouldn't wouldn't be uh, happening. But there were some stuff. Yeah, there were some stuff. Do you know how much of a struggle it it was for the Estonian delegation? Maybe, yeah, I do. Maybe I do. <laughs> but you don't want to answer? tell us. <laughs> what is the answer you're looking for? <laughs> oh no, but I know that the Swedish. <gasps> tell me tele- what you know. Tell me what you know. I know that the Swedish television had a uh, own vision, and I know yeah. that wasn't what the Estonian delegation mm. wanted. Yeah, I know that as well. Yeah, but uh, do you know some more details, maybe? Do you know some team? No, but I w- was wondering maybe why the Bond theme? Was that your decision or...? Uh, no, it wasn't my decision, actually. Yeah, that's true. It wasn't my decision. But uh, I think uh, the whole team kind of... Uh, you know, I think they were overthinking too much. Yeah. Uh, trying to stand out. But, um, I, I mean, 
you know, there's nothing we can do right now. And, and it's kind of like reflected on the result as well. So, 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 so that's that. I'm asking because in retrospect, comparing your performances from the national final and in the semifinal in Eurovision, mm. I must say that the performance in Estilaul, it's so much better, both visually and vocally, in my opinion. Do you yeah. agree? Yeah, of course, 100%. Yeah. I think everybody had a vision, you know, and, and there were many people involved. I think that was the thing. There were so many people involved, hands-on, and uh, and nobody really wanted to take on the other opinion, you know. So 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 there were it was complicated, yeah, it was complicated. But yeah. I had fun. This is the most important for me, you know. I had such a good time in Stockholm. I don't regret anything. I only remember remember uh you know like being on the stage, this was only one part of that experience. There was so much more, you know. I had of course there are so many things what I cannot talk about in this podcast, you <laughs> yeah, know. I've, but I've trust been... me, I trust me it was uh, there were there were things what I will remember for the rest of my life. Who made your outfit? Uh my outfit was made by this one um, one design house in Tallinn actually. I don't know like any names right now. How much of a say did you have to choose it? If I would have opened my mouth, then I wouldn't have have <laughs> had it on, you know, but I didn't <laughs> but it, I didn't open my mouth. That's the thing. Okay. Yeah. Is there something you regret today? Uh well, of course, yeah. But I wouldn't like like there are as I said already there are things what I could have done I didn't, but I like specifically I I really don't like in that way regret that because I trust myself in a way that the situation was how it was I could have opened my mouth and said some uh, you know when some parts of that were uncomfortable to me but I didn't I was young I was naive uh, I was afraid to kind of like Uh, stir the pot you know even more so i kind of accepted everything and i was a young guy doing something what he always dreamt of and just kind of like also at the same time like being scared yeah um uh, so so i don't necessarily regret anything if but of course there could have been things done differently definitely Uh, you didn't qualify to the final and out of 18 contestants in the first semifinal you came last with 24 points what was that like there and then you know of course everybody hopes until the last minute that they can get through and uh, but um i wasn't that bothered actually to be honest i think it it affected me like like becoming years a bit but not much i think the result really kind of like made me even stronger like it teach me a lot more than i would have you know if we imagine that i would have gone like uh, through to the final i think i think it would have not been that much of a you know life lesson for me yeah so i'm really grateful for for the whole situation because it kind of like teached pretty much how the things should be <laughs> in terms of artistic um, capabilities so so i'm i was uh, I, i was quite happy also after you know the, when we had the press conference and the estonian press was there uh after the semi-final results came in uh, not the results after the final but you know the uh semi-final night 
I was quite pleased uh, how how things uh, went. I went on the stage. I didn't start crying. I I sang the song, and yeah, that was it. Several guests in this podcast have witnessed that they were treated badly after a poor result from composers or other persons in the delegation. But this is not your experience, right? Um, of course, you know the Estonian press. Uh, I mean. It's always like that, you know. If it would have been the same song, the same procedure, the same uh, outfit, the same thing in the final, it would have been a different story, you know. Yeah. Uh, they would have still loved me, even though, like performance-wise, it would have might have been the same. But if you get to the fri- like final, like the press treats you a bit differently, you know. Like, um, so there was a bit, a bit uh, like negativity from the press. I didn't read comments. I didn't. I didn't read the news that much. I knew what was there. I accepted it. I kind of swallowed swallowed it with a smile and then just moved on. I think it was a good lesson for me. Did uh, this affect your career in any way? Probably, probably like it left a it left a, some kind of a stamp on my forehead. Uh, I mean, because... you had a big deal with Universal. Oh yeah, no that no no no. It didn't affect my my contract or yeah, okay. anything like Great. that. Because because I still I still had a really busy summer after that, and uh, and I still had the fans, and and also like uh, there were rumors that I was uh, treated a bit unfair, you know, in terms of the like performance and and everything. I think a lot of people also understood my situation, and we just all went went on. I know you said in a concert that I will now perform the song that brought shame to Estonia <laughs> and laughing it off. I mean, if you can't laugh at it, then I mean, it's always good to laugh at some of the negative stuff uh, what you think you have uh, brought to to people, you know. Yeah. Um, although in my eyes, it wasn't uh, it wasn't fully that negative, but but I mean. I'm, I want to think that I'm a funny guy and 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 uh, taking uh, positive things out of negative things. So I kind of where? Oh my God! Your resources. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You're scaring me. Do you know where I am right now? No, I, I don't right know. Now? Do you have you hacked my have you hacked my web camera? I uh, know. <laughs> uh, Ukraine won. Australia came second, and Russia third. According to your taste, was that the right songs ended up on the podium? Uh, yeah, I always uh, thought that year that Ukraine would win. Mm, okay. Uh, As I said already before, as well, you know, I really admire Ukraine's uh, versatility in the contest. Yeah. So, so I I really like the message and and the singer, and we had some uh, chats with Jamala as well, and uh, I was pretty happy with that. Yeah, and I mean, Australian song was uh, was amazing, both vocally and visually, and and songwriting was really good. And everybody who were on the top, I think they they really deserved it. <clears throat> The Swedish radio and TV profile Faro said on the Swedish radio show Energy some days after the show that the Swedish artist Oscar Sia comforted you at an after party in a very hands-on kind of way. Was there a fling there? <laughs> uh, no fling. Uh, there was just the, the Euro Club. Yeah. Yeah, I think I met him there and uh, 
somebody tweeted or something, somebody sent me a link where there was a TV show uh, uh, in Sweden where where you kind of like gave points to the songs what already got through, you know, the... Yeah, the pre-selection. Uh, yes, exactly. So so I think uh, he gave me good points and and somebody sent me that link and then I remembered his face and I think we, we had some kind of like interaction, some, uh, some talks, uh, but yeah. Are you still in touch? Uh, no. Uh, and Oscar Sia came second in the Swedish pre-selection Melody yes. Festival in 2016 with the song Human. Yes, I remember that. This year, 2021, you were back in the Estonian pre-selection. Mm-hmm. Were you hard to convince? Um, you know, I actually wanted to go back to Islaw already the year before, mm. uh, but I was uh, I was being a little <laughs> I was a bit afraid. You know, uh, it was an old song. It kind of like uh, we wrote that um, some years before and and didn't know what what to do with the song. It wasn't the typical um, radio banger. So 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 I thought you know Estilal would be the <laughs> the best platform were to present the song but i kind of postponed it i think one year yeah and and then uh, i had my own in- insecurities uh with uh, returning to the competition i didn't know if it was necessary and so and so and so but then i kind of like it grew on me and then i uh, like the um, my my team uh, my team uh, <laughs> kind of like yeah uh, talked talked me into it, so so I'm really happy that uh, I, I I participated. And the song you competed with was titled Oh God, help me here, Magus Melanolia. Yeah, you you did good. Okay, great. Please tell me about it. Well, we wrote it in one writing camp uh, with a Swedish, uh, not sorry, not a Swedish, a Finnish uh, producer and and my and my bandmate uh, and uh, and one uh, uh, one uh, lovely girl who also wrote lyrics uh, to Ines uh, once in a lifetime. Mm. And uh, yeah, it's about this um, this moment uh, when you really are confident uh, being alone and enjoying yourself, uh, not necessarily needing anybody else next to you, but telling to you know that person or whoever it is, or to yourself that it might happen tomorrow. Uh, we can uh, we can uh, we can maybe you know like have some activity in the future, in the coming future. But right now, I'm really happy in my own body, being alone, enjoying this sweet melancholy, uh, which is not that bad. Uh, yeah. You were one of the frontrunners to win and came pretty close too. Mm. But instead, last year's winner, Uko Suviste, won with the song The Lucky One. 
And he sadly missed the final in Rotterdam. What's your relation to Oko? We know each other and that's mostly it. Yeah, there's not much uh <laughs> not much action. If you had won in Estonia, had you already decided which language you would compete in? Oh yeah, Estonian definitely. Is there an English version of the song recorded? Uh, no, not really. No, no, just the original one. Your sound has developed and changed throughout the years. You've been active. Do you think you've found your style of music now, or is this a never-ending process? I think it's a never-ending process. I think you just have to be really... You have to know what you want uh, in a certain point. Um, you have to you have to be sure of sure of yourself, um, uh, vocal about it, uh, confident uh, within yourself. Um, you have to listen to good music, uh, and uh, and I think you know everything changes. Uh, within years you know like probably in 10 years i wouldn't i wouldn't do the same thing you know, what i'm doing right now or Marcus Melanholi i think everybody uh, you know every artist is growing uh, uh, in their own ways and and, and 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 it's a path you go yeah. walk and, yeah um, absolutely yeah. but it's a huge difference between play and um Marcus Melanholi yes <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I helped you out there, right? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, of course, there also has been pretty many years between yeah, yeah, songs. Yeah, absolutely. What's your plan for the future? Well, my plan for the future is uh, kind of learning how to trust myself even more than I do right now. I want to write music with different uh, songwriters. Um, I, I just want to explore the the music scene. Uh, um i want to kind of like also i don't really like say no to maybe competing again because the experience was really good even though you know i didn't win this year it wasn't it, for me it wasn't about winning at all uh, i'm not saying that just to say that you know i i really i just wanted to prove myself that i can come back i can be strong i can um i can um, i can show a different side of me um it was also a really like hard song what to sing uh uh so so i really wanted to take on the challenge uh uh and and there was so many other parts of the competition this year other other than uh, winning it you know yeah so and after that i i had so good positive emotions uh from the competition what i still do you know i still have them um so it kind of really 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 uh made me more confident overall as an artist uh, i had some really good feedback and uh, and gained some more fans which is really important you know to kind of like show what you do to to the estonian people yeah. i'm pretty sure that if you had won estilaul this year estonia would have reached the final oh my god you know i had like i would have like uh, uh, uh i already had like 
some ideas what would be on the stage. I would like, I had like really like, you know, the song really stimulated me in a way. Yeah, <laughs> I had yeah. like really, really good ideas uh, what I wanted to execute there. Uh, I don't know, you know, if I would have been in the final, but I think it would have been, I would have been more comfortable uh, on stage than last time, definitely. And, and I think it would have also uh, uh, showed. And also maybe on the results. When will you release new music? I think we will release. I will. I will uh, release some more music uh, in the end of the summer. Mm. There is no specific date, but uh, it will be in Estonian because, like, mainly still my audience <laughs> are Estonians, and uh, and uh, yeah. Right now, like, we are writing demos. I, I just uh, I'm I'm uh, on my way to present the demos to the to the. Um, uh label and and then we can uh, already work all together to choose the 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 song what is the best for the next uh, single i always ask my guests who they think i shall invite to the podcast who do you suggest i'm not sure who who you've had already <laughs> Several. have you had like uh, uh, uh like other estonian artists as well No, not really. I've had oh Anna, God, I've had Anna Salin, but she's Swedish. Okay, so, yeah, she's Swedish. Um, maybe some more Estonians. I will talk to Vanilla Ninja, but they oh, competed really? for Switzerland. They did, yeah, yeah, but they're still heavily Estonian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, come on, just like invite some more Estonians. Yeah, maybe Uku, hmm, maybe Laura. Yeah. Oh my God, and Laura um, uh, performed in the Finnish uh, final. Yeah, I know, uh, and she year. came last. With the song Play. Yes. There's a certain uh, deja vu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, yeah. Thank you so much for this nice chat, Yuri. Thank you. Thank you, Emil. Well, I'm trying to pr pronounce your name. Emil. Uh, Emil Löfström. Yeah. Yes. Good. Thank you, Emil. And thanks to you, all listeners of this podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on your podcast platform and follow Eurovision Legends on Facebook and Instagram. And if you want to contact me, my mail is emil.slagavarnerna.se And you can find more information on eurovisionlegends.se We keep in touch. Yes. Take care. Not you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. But not for me. Bye -bye. Bye -bye. Bye -bye. Bye -bye. Bye -bye.